0: Welcome to Coffee with Christy, featuring your host, Christy Dryling. Do you need a little drive to achieve your goals? Are you this close to taking your business to the next level? Maybe you are just about where you need to be, but could use some help? Christy and her guests are ready to take you there. It's going to be a fun ride. Now, here's Christy Dryling.
1: And hello, it's Christy Dryling with Coffee with Christy, and I am so excited to have you back here on this beautiful Monday. And I am more than pumped up to share with you our guest speakers today. It was quite a divine appointment how I met this incredible soul friend. I was on the search for the best event producer in the world. Yes, you heard that. (laughs) And I did some Googling, and I don't even know how I found him, but there were just rave reviews about Ryan Long. And... I was so excited. I messaged him right away, and we jumped on a phone call. And what I learned about him was that this wasn't just any event producer. This was someone that was changing the world through his work. And that he had been through a lot of adversity in his life, had endured great adversity, actually, and also overcame so much of that and became just a real a a global i would say change agent for good and we hit it off as friends and uh, he invited me to attend his city gala event in february i believe it was and i really got to see him in action his humble soul in his bright light and his just passion to make the world a better place really reminded me that I had found a keeper for a friend. And so I'm honored uh, to have Ryan Long on as our guest speaker today. And the accolades are way too far (laughs) to mention, but I will say that he's, uh, he, he, his previous profession, he was a head trainer. Uh, He also wound up owning some nightclubs and he dove into personal development and le- really started to understand where the joy of happiness stems from, and it stems from giving. And so he embarked on this pursuit to change the world through uh, nonprofit work and, and doing some really good stuff there. So, Ryan, are you there, Hen?
2: Yes, I'm here. Thank you very much for that.
1: Well, thank you for taking time out of your busy busy day, sweetie, to be with us and I would love it if you would just share with the our listeners a little bit more about your story and how you came to be the awesome human you are right now.
2: Well, I think well, thank you. And and I think one of the things that that is is it just continues to show up over and over and over again in my life is that there are certain people, uh, you, me, all of us, uh, we're all met with adversity at one time or another. And I, and I really, really feel, feel like, um, that overcoming adversity is a part of life. It, it, it doesn't matter if it's in business or families or, or, uh, friendship or whatever, uh, whatever life is throwing your way, overcoming adversity is, is such a big deal. And as I, as, as I kind of had a, a, a troubled youth and I came from a broken home and I was a terrible teenager and a terrible young adult, and I just did so many bad things. Um, I started to realize that, um, I was disappointing the people that loved me the most and that hurt me a lot. And, and as I, as I started to grow and mature and, and realize that, that all these adversities that have been thrown my way, some of them self-inflicted, some of them just because of, of, of life. Like, you know, I was born, my father ran away. It was not a part of my life. And, you know, that wasn't my decision, um, but it was something that I had to learn how to deal with. And um, the way that, the way that I look at it now is is I look at it as as a blessing. Um, my grandfather was was very much my hero, uh, replacing my dad uh, in in all the kind of the, the father figure type of role in my life, and 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 I'm I'm so grateful that that happened now because it's given me it's it, it's given me this this hyper focused on how my grandfather was the type of work ethic that he had and what I really came from and where I really came from and so and so as I as I continue to develop o- over time uh, and I got all the shenanigans and all the the, um, uh, the the I guess you would say for lack of a better word... That, the immaturity out of me, um, in lashing out from my terrible childhood. Um, I really wanted to do my family proud. And, and, uh, like you said earlier, Christy, I, I took a deep dive, deep, deep dive into personal development and I really changed my life. It changed my focus from, uh, you know, what can I get out of the world to what can I give? how can I how can I give and how can I uh, lead a joyful and happy life in in business and uh, both both personally and, and professionally and and this is what's really changed for the better for me over over that amount of time
1: well I have to just give you so much credit because you know, reading a, a bit of your bio, it, it shares how you were bullied, and you know, not having a father figure there and having that role model there. You know, although your grandfather did take that place, you were so fortunate to have that. And I know you lost him. You know, um, um, you know, in your I don't I think in your twenties possibly your thirties, but. Uh, so, I did. You know, yeah, I yeah, did. And, and that's tragic. That, that was and that's one of the hard. more.
2: That was one of the more. That was one of the more challenging times in my life, and in my mid-20s, I was, I was, I I guess you would say, I was trying to make my way, you know, I, I had gone from personal training into some nightclub promoting and, you know, party this and party that, and one of the things that really eats at me, and it still eats at me, and I'm still dealing with it, is, is that, I had this grandfather that was, that was starting to show signs of, of dementia and, and, and starting to kind of lose his mind a little bit. And I was not there for him at all. And I was off partying. I was off, you know, doing my thing, you know, developing and, and trying to make money. And then, and then he took his own life in, in my mid-20s. He took his life... After he uh, basically got enough medicine, my grandma convinced him, my grandfather, to get, you know, get on some medicine to, to start helping him. And I think, I think, nobody knows, but I think once he regained enough of his mental faculties, I, I, I believe that that, that he, he didn't want to burden his family with, with this, um, this, this illness that he was going through and, it hit me really, really hard. I, I, I got I got really erratic, and I went through depressions and all sorts of things after that. I, I didn't really know how to deal with it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people really know how to deal with it. I mean, even all the personal development in the world can't prepare you for impact like that. I, I think I met you when I lost a few people in my life. I, uh, I had had a, uh, a friendship that was one of my dearest friends I'd ever known, but we were had separated and gone different ways. And uh, I just figured one day we would come back together and make mens. Um but it was too late for that. And she, dry, she, she passed away tragically. And I had lived with a lot of guilt of all the things I could have done and should have done. And uh, and then, you know, about six months after that, I lost a good friend to suicide, and then I lost my father in December, uh, you know, just oh my
2: goodness.
1: tragically. Yeah, like, we don't even know what happened, and I remember my dad, two weeks before he passed, he came to my house, and he actually was supposed to show up later in the day and we were going to play ping pong and like get pizza and stuff. And, um, so he calls me that morning, I'm getting ready to work out and he's like, Hey babe, I'm here. And I'm like, where your, your house? I'm like, you're not supposed to come till later. So I worked out and I rushed home and I had all this stuff going on and I wasn't as present as I could have been. Like I sat there and I loved him and I gave him a kiss and a hug, but I, I wasn't as present. And had I known to, you know, I mean, we don't know these things, right? Like, we would have handled everything differently. But it was, it was, it was hard, you know, it's hard to go through those times in our lives. And we question, well, what if I would have done this? And, you know, what if I would have done that? But, you know, I, I believe that through that adversity, Ryan, um, your grandfather is watching over you. And, I believe he's one of your greatest champions because I sit and I watch from afar and I see what you've created and what you're creating. And there's just no way that magic could be created if it weren't for this angel. I believe that follows you around and really helps you to be the guiding light that you are. So I would love for you to share with everybody what you're so passionate about right now, and um, what drives you to wake up every morning. Well, I think.
2: Well, thank you for that. And and to add to what you're saying, I I I don't want to just dwell on. Of course, I, I I want to preserve the memory of my grandfather and what he meant for me.
3: <clears throat>
2: but I, I'd like to also add that it has taught me so many lessons.
3: Mm-hmm. And one
2: of which you just touched on, Christy, is to, to, to sincerely appreciate the people that you, you do mm. have right now. And, yes. you know, uh, just, just having that amount of gratitude. I can put myself in the happiest state in the world if I sit for uh, just one minute and think about my son or my mm. grandma or my mom, I could really, I, it's very easy for me to get into uh, a, a different state when I think about and, and I give just utter amounts of gratitude, you know, towards the people that I, that I still have here with me. And as far as what, what wakes me up and what drives me, I, you know, I have to be very, very honest about this. I, I, I'm, I'm very, very driven by big dreams, big goals, setting really big goals and then having to having the challenge of uh uh attempting and, and, and working towards growing into the person that can achieve those types of goals. And I, I really believe in in you know making yourself a little bit, you know, better every day and and it It really 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 pays off to to have big dreams and big goals and and that just gets me gets me going because i feel like i feel like if I didn't have something that 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 was far reaching and, and and that was really gigantic and a little bit scary and needed to you know i needed a little bit of adrenaline to to go see it through. Then I don't know what's the point you know I, 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 th- those are the types of things that, that make me really uh, uh, passionate, and I'm, I'm mostly talking about business. I'm not talking about family, of course, I love my family. I love the birthdays, the celebrations, the holidays, the anniversaries, and all of those things. I cherish them dearly uh, uh, dearly. but if, if you want to talk about what what I actually you know just you know really, really, really get deeply passionate. About in my professional sense, but then it has to be the big dreams and the big goals.
0: Hmm.
1: I love that because, you know, I can reflect on my own life when I had these huge goals and I hit them and I never got the memo. I guess maybe that should just be logical, but I, I called me a little naive in my earlier business years, but I. I I had this big goal, this big dream and I hit it and I'm there and all of a sudden I'm like, is this all there is? And I stopped (laughs) dreaming bigger. And I, I found myself just awake in this, in this sea of like, where the heck am I? And I have no idea what is next. And it wasn't until I decided, I learned that you got to keep setting those dreams and those goals, and you have to keep pushing yourself forward and and do the things that make you come alive. And that is one thing, Ryan, I'll tell you, I have really embraced that after losing all these people I love dearly, is anymore, if it doesn't make me feel alive, I'm not going to do it. And how many people do for their, their whole life, the things that don't make them come alive. And of course, I get it. I get many people have to do that to pay the bills. But while you're doing that, work on what makes you come alive so then that could possibly replace what makes you feel dead, right?
2: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, um, and, and the, the thing that I notice is that, um, <clears throat> that you, you absolutely – Absolutely need to have something to reach for after after you you've attained one of your goals. You need something, uh, or else you know it, it feels a little bit almost kind of like def- deflating, right? Yeah, uh, it's- you get a little deflated in a sense of yeah, I got the goal. This is great, <laughs> and then what are you going to do? You're going to sit there and, and and just dwell on that. You right. you really have to. You have to have something special, you know, to to shoot for after you've uh, attained your next your your next upcoming um, dream or goal.
1: Yeah, and I love it. And it's it's not even extrinsic like it's, you know, for me. Uh, I, I also find, like, whatever, you know, again, whatever makes me feel alive, whatever makes me bring out the best me. And and, and like you said, it's, like, family, friendships. Uh, the other day, it's so funny, Ryan, my husband, he's going to start playing baseball. And he's 45, and he's been asked to be on this team, and he's so excited. He's, like, a little kid. He can't wait to go get on the field. <laughs> and. I know it's awesome. He's like, "Don't come to the first game, though," and I'm like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> but I, I, was like, thinking, "Well, what's my hobby?" Like, I don't right. play baseball. Like, I don't, I don't want a paddle board or anything. Like, I was trying to think. I actually started googling, "What's my what's what are hobbies?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it was hilarious because then hobbies. I
1: realized, "Oh my god, no!" You know what I love is, I just love business. I love building businesses. I love making money and giving it back, you know, to the world and and building things and and reading books and writing books and I'm like, okay, is is does that qualify as a hobby? You know, that it makes it me come up. Well,
2: well, I think this this is one of the one of the best hobbies. I think that one of the best hobbies in the entire world is connecting with like-minded in, individuals and and sharing strategies and 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 sharing strategies and and sharing uh, dreams, right? So this is a good one. Having an interview where you can talk about big goals, big dreams, big ideas. Oh, I love it. We're having coffee, coffee
1: right now. Are you drinking coffee? Or no? We'll just pretend like we're drinking <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Well, very good. Listen, we have to go to a commercial break. Uh, So listen, I know you want to hear the end of this interview with Ryan. So make sure you grab an extra shot of espresso or grab some water or grab your wine, whatever it is for you. Grab it and we'll be back after this commercial break.
4: Sure, to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica or search for us at Keyword Voice America.
5: Tune in to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: Do you just seem to be stuck in the same pattern over and over? Sometimes life seems to be about just spinning your wheels. It never has to be that way. Listen for Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with host Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. Mosaic art is a lot like pieces of our lives. They just need to be put back together one piece at a time you deserve to live a happy life we hope you'll tune in welcome to the mosaic garden airs live every tuesday at 1 p.m pacific time 4 p.m eastern time on the voice america seventh wave channel
4: find out what's happening on the voice america talk radio network find out about new shows featured guests and what's up this week find us on facebook by searching keyword voice america
0: listening to coffee with christy we'd love to hear from you today with your questions and comments call in to 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 if you'd rather ask or comment by email send them to christy dryling at att.net now back to coffee with christy
1: we are back. I hope you're enjoying your coffee this morning, and I hope you're getting your cup filled up with goodness. And I know I am. I feel like, oh, just when you when you have a great conversation with a great human being, isn't that just worth so much? I remember reading um, that when you read a book, It's like taking that author to dinner and you get to get into their heart and their mind and their soul. And I'm just so grateful that this awesome human being, Ryan Long, uh, decided to jump on here with us today. He's so busy doing a lot of great shit in the world. You always hear me talking about being a great human, doing great shit. Well, he is doing that. So. I would love for you to share, Ryan, a little bit more about the City Gala and what made it come to life and uh, how people can learn how they can get involved with the gala. Uh,
2: okay, well, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, C- City Gala is, is actually, there's, there's been kind of a long uh, runway to actually get to what City Gala uh, does. What, what it is, is it is a, an event where we launch several charitable nonprofit organizations into existence. So uh, I, I think a lot of galas, if you go to the gala, it's usually the same charitable organization every year. And that is fine. I, I love going to galas that are like that. Uh, but at the city gala, we have new charitable organizations that we assist in getting their, their seed funding uh, more awareness and, and a launch, because I believe it's, it's pretty simple for if you're, if you're a billionaire or if you're a celebrity, obviously you're going to be able to create followers. So our idea is how do we surround these, these youth, youthful organizations that, are, that want to do something great in the world and give them their startup, get, get them going? And so that's what our event is all about. And, and it started way back for me um, a, about uh, seven, eight years ago. Uh, I had hit rock bottom. And like we touched on earlier, I was a nightclub promoter and I was doing all these, you know, kind of these activities that weren't necessarily uh, making mom very, very proud. <laughs> and as I, as I began to, to turn around, I started to ask myself, what can I do that, that's really fulfilling and, and would make me happy? And, and also, how can I shoot for something bigger than what I'm doing you know at this very moment? And so I started reading about looking and getting into personal development and the self-help books. And all the authors, they're all my heroes, the Tony Robbins, the, uh, the Bob Proctors, the Jack Canfields, the Wayne Dyers, all these guys became my heroes. And and I started to understand that this is what's going to give me bef- fulfillment by giving forward. And, and now, uh, after having worked with everybody uh, across the board from, from business leaders to Hollywood uh, icons, uh, working with uh, Steven Spielberg and, and James Cameron and Charlize Theron and Halle Berry, the, the list goes on. I had uh, uh, President Bill Clinton was the keynote speaker at one of our events, and we honored Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese. Uh, just this this uh, past two years ago, we had uh, Sir Richard Branson come out and deliver a wonderful keynote speech that was uh, it was hosted by Puff Daddy. Um, this year, with uh, Christy, uh, Christy was, was our guest, and she also spoke at the City Summit. Uh, Holly Berry was the keynote at the City Summit, and then John Travolta was the uh, keynote speaker at the City Gala. I said all that to say this, that these giant, iconic, wonderful people will get involved if you have something of value that you're doing for the world. Mm-hmm. And I believe that like attracts like in a sense that all of the people that I just named, they all want to give forward. They all want to, they've all learned that by giving, you receive fulfillment. And that's what the City Gala is all about. That's what my my life's work, my professional life's work is dedicated to. And I, I couldn't be more happy to be busy in, in this type of environment. So if you want to learn more about uh, City Gala All you have to do is go to citygala.org, that's C-I-T-Y gala.org.
1: Well, I have to tell you, um, for the listeners, I just have to shout out to Ryan again. You know, he asked me to speak at the the city gala, um, gala, sorry. Um, And the day he asked me that night was the day my father passed away, and I didn't get to share with him how how excited I was to be able to do To do this, but I really felt like Ryan was a bit of an angel that came into my life and gave me some, some, something to really look forward to during a dark time. And I will tell you, the networking alone um, is—I've made friends that I would have never had, and created opportunities that I don't believe would have been possible had it not been actually. This radio show right now, (laughs) this is happening because of my connections uh, that I met at your event. How cool is that? (laughs) That is
2: fantastic. Um, I'm very happy about that.
1: Well, you're a connector. You're a connector and you're changing the world. And, uh, you know, here's what's amazing is that it'll be millions that you'll never even know because of your willingness to get out of the way. And to really put service in humanity and humility first. And so I am honored to call you friend. I'm honored to continue down the journey of uh, making a difference with you. Uh, Because of the City Gala as well, I also am raising money for Feed a Billion, which is uh, near and dear to my heart because of my upbringing. And uh, again, another another blessing in my life because of you deciding to do great stuff so guys go check out ryan's work go check out thecitygala.com you won't want to miss being there it is absolutely transformative i appreciate you ryan thank you so much for being on the show
2: oh grateful to be here christy and and thank you so much and i'm so happy to hear that you're working with feed a billion that's one of our clients for uh the 2018 uh city gala
1: yeah, I'm really excited. I actually went through my closet and I'm doing um, like this Christie's Closet auction. And uh, so far we have a lot of happy women out there that are excited to buy clothes to feed a billion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Any way we can feed these kids, uh, it, that's I just love that. Don't you?
1: Exactly. Well, thanks, Ryan. You have a blessed evening and we'll catch up sometime soon.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks. Bye, sweetie. So I am really excited to introduce our next speaker and uh, he is a speaker. He's a, he's an incredible human being. He's a fabulous author. He's, I'll tell you again, too many accolades to mention, but I'm going to do my best here. He is a keynote speaker and bestselling author. uh, And he's also famous for uh, inventing affirmations, not affirmations, but affirmations. It's a new technology of the mind and it helps people people make more money, it helps more people to also have more fun in their life. So he does. He helps people make money, and in fact, he's helped his clients add over $109 million in sales. So Noah is the only author in history to have published works by Hay House, HarperCollins, Valley, Nightingale Conant, and the Chicken Soup for the Soul Publisher. And we are so blessed to have him on as one of our guests today. Are you there, Noah?
3: I'm here. Hello there. Hi, Christy. How are you
1: doing? Good morning. It's Monday morning and we get to fill our cup up with goodness with you. I'm so excited.
3: Oh, it's great to be here.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's quite quite the uh, uh, bio that you have there, my friend. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about you.
3: Well, uh, thank you for mentioning that. I really appreciate that. Uh, Basically... um, as you mentioned, you know, I, I've uh, got all these books. I've run out to – I just actually published my 14th book called Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money. So really excited about that. People are uh, – we, we, we just opened it up, and people are buying it from all around the world. And uh, I think that will be a
1: New York Times bestseller right there. <laughs>
3: well, I hope so. And, uh, so we actually have a great, uh, we actually have a great offer because we're actually uh, giving a book away for free right now at, uh, send me And so, uh, we, what I did was I bought a bunch of books and then I, am giving them away and all, all folks have to do is, uh, just pay a small shipping and handling fee. Uh, but basically we've got people from all around the world who get, we're who getting a book, we're getting great feedback on it. And, um, you know, I, I'm just really excited. As you mentioned, you know, what we do is, um, at my company, dot we, uh, help people to make more money, help more people, have a bigger impact, and have more fun. So it's uh, it's really, uh, I've been doing this since 1997. This is my 20th year online. I'm seven months older than Google. <laughs> and uh, just uh, excited.
1: So what would make you decide to write a book on how to get rid of your head trash about money?
3: Well, I'm glad you asked me that because, you know, what's so funny, Christy, is as you mentioned, I've helped my clients, you know, uh, add well over hundred million dollars in sales over the last few years, just with six and seven and, and adding even eight figures to their business. And one of the things that I just kept hearing over and over and over is that people are just really frustrated by the fact that they are, they're, they, they've taken all these classes, they've gone all these gurus, you know, all the big names and, and they're still stuck. And I started to really look into that and I go, okay, so what actually causes stuckness? What, what is happening here? You know, because people are, are buying all this stuff, taking all these programs, and yet they're still they're not making the money that they could and should be making. And so I, I started to research it, and I, and I talked to a lot of people, and I realized that one of the big things that's holding people back is something that I call head trash. And um, basically, head trash is that guy in your head that says, I can't do it because dot, 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 and then you just fill in the blank. And so what I realized is that people have all these excuses, which they call reasons, <laughs> but they're really excuses, of why they can't make more money or why they can't start their business or grow their business or why they can't, you know, really live their dreams. And so what, that's what I realized. is like I, I, I've been this is what I've been teaching people for 20 years. So I said I've got to just write this book, get it out there, and, uh, you know, help people with that.
1: Wow. Well, you know what I'm thinking? And I know all the parents out there right now, they're thinking the same thing. Do you have a product? For kids, you know, because here's the thing: they have trash. They don't even take out the trash, but they have a lot of head trash, right? <laughs> so come on, that's one of your next books, okay? You know, like take out the trash for kids, right? They got the so,
3: actual trash, yes, the actual the, trash.
0: Please.
1: <laughs> but it's true, you know. It is an epidemic, and I'm so glad that you know you're one of the uh, four, your forefront in 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 that world, teaching people. How to overcome this, and um, so so. Tell me, how does it keep us stuck?
3: Well, and see, here here's what happens. I'm sure you've heard there, there's an old uh, saying or, or quote that is attributed to Henry Ford, who said, "Whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right." And so here's the thing, and it's this the insidious part about head trash is that we humans always make ourselves right. So remember I said a moment ago that your head trash is that guy that says, I can't do it because. So think about all the excuses that we give. Well, I can't do it because I don't have the money. I can't do it because I don't have the time. I can't do it because I didn't go to college or I didn't go to the right college or I didn't grow up in the right neighborhood or my parents did this or my parents didn't do that or this or that and the other, right? And we all have these excuses, which, again, we call reasons. But So here's the point. We always make ourselves right. So let's say you're saying to yourself, well, no, I I can't do it because I don't have the time. I'm too busy. Well, guess what you're going to do? You're going to prove yourself right. You're going to always find ways, reasons that you're too busy to do whatever it is you really want to do. You're going to procrastinate. You're going to put off doing the important things, and you're going to get caught up in the minutia of life. And you're going to be also, you know, wasting time on Facebook and social media and all this other stuff. I'm not saying you shouldn't do social media. I'm saying there's a time for that and there's a time for creating your dreams. So head trash keeps us stuck for that very, very reason because we always make ourselves right. So that's another reason that I wrote the book is to help people literally just take out the trash. And another thing I just want to say, because you mentioned about actual trash, think about it this way. Think about... If you, you know, think about your home, right? And in our home, we, we have trash, right? I mean, that's just impossible to not have trash if you live, right? You, you eat, you work, you, you know, there's trash. So imagine that you didn't take out the trash for, let's just say, a week, right? And you go, you know what? I don't feel like taking out the trash right now. I'm just going to let it pile <laughs> up for a week. And then you go on and, you know what? I'll just let it go for two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months, three months, a year, five years, ten years. How's your home doing right now? It's pretty gross, isn't it? It's exactly. pretty awful. Right. But guess what, Crispy? I mean, millions and millions of people out there never take out their head trash for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And they're still carrying stuff around that happened, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. And they're saying, oh, but no, you don't understand. I can't do it because. And I'm saying, well, if you choose to believe that, then you're going to make it true. What we're inviting you to do now with this book and with my teachings is to take out the trash so that you don't have to live that life.
1: Mm, and that's some good stuff right there. I one of my greatest mentors, one of them, Rita Davenport. Uh, she she would always ask, "Did you take your mental enema today?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rita has a great way of saying things, doesn't she?
1: She does that southern <laughs> charm of hers. She knows how to charm us, doesn't she? Well, Indeed. listen. I am, I, I have to tell you, we have to take a commercial break here in a moment, but in your book, I read that you, there were three big mistakes even smart entrepreneurs make when it comes to reaching their goals, so can you share with the audience what they are and how they can avoid them?
3: Yes. Now, how long do we have to commercial? Because We have two be,
5: minutes.
3: Two minutes. All right, I'll give you the first one now, and then I'll give you the other two after we come back from our commercial. How does that sound? So
1: they won't, Yeah, that's great.
3: All right. Good. All right. So here we go. So the first big mistake that keeps even smart people stuck is unconscious money blocks. Now, what I'm saying is that's just another way of saying your head trash. That's why the title of the book is Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money. So the point is there are so many negative beliefs out there that I've identified that people have about money. All right. So the point is, there are so many negative beliefs about money, like rich people are selfish. Like, I, I shouldn't have more when others have less. And I don't want, you know, I don't like selling. I don't like marketing. I don't like having to go out and, and sell. I don't, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be needy. I don't want to be salesy. There's so many negative things. You know, and another great one is I can't afford it. And just, just, just a blanket statement, I know what that's like because I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. All i heard my entire life growing up is we can't afford it, we can't afford it. I only heard that 10 trillion times. So that was a huge head headdress that I had to overcome. It took me years to be able to even identify that that was holding me back in the first place. So what I invite people to do is write down three negative beliefs you have about money and, and, and just understand how those beliefs are affecting your ability to attract more money right now and we've got so many stories that we share in the book like Susan from California who went from $60,000 in debt to $60,000 in credit card debt, ducking calls from creditors before she started to use my programs and now she's got a six-figure income doing what she loves and in fact she's just published her first book. So we've got tons of stories like that in the book that we share. These are ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things using this technology.
1: Amazing. So I'm going to ask that all of you go take out your trash. we we got to take a commercial break, but we're going to be back with the next two big mistakes that entrepreneurs make. Thank you.
4: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for us at keyword voice america
5: Tune in to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: Do you just seem to be stuck in the same pattern over and over? Sometimes life seems to be about just spinning your wheels. It never has to be that way. Listen for Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with host Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. Mosaic art is a lot like pieces of our lives. They just need to be put back together one piece at a time. You deserve to live a happy life. We hope you'll tune in. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden airs live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
4: Find out what's happening on the Voice America talk radio network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
0: listening to coffee with christy we'd love to hear from you today with your questions and comments call in to 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 if you'd rather ask or comment by email send them to christy dryling at att.net now back to coffee with christy
1: and we're back coffee with christy so excited about this guest speaker, Noah St. John, the author of Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money. I don't know about you, but I know there's a lot of people wanting to read that book. They want to run as fast as they can to the store or Amazon and download it, get it, whatever. I know he mentioned, gosh, I think you're so generous you can get it for free. So i are going to talk about that later. But let's talk about the other two big mistakes that smart entrepreneurs make.
3: Yeah, absolutely, Christy, and so uh, I talked about the first big mistake that people make to keep them stuck, which is those unconscious money blocks, and and just to, just to finish that thought real quick, is you've got to make those con- conscious, so if they're unconscious, that means you can't make a choice about it, so we've got to bring those to the conscious level, and you know, like Susan did, and that's what I helped her to realize that she was literally holding herself back, and that's why I was able to help her go from $60,000 in debt to a six-figure income in less than a year. So that was a big part of that was getting rid of those unconscious money blocks. Now, the second big mistake that people make is, and and I see this happening all the time, is not having a mentor and trying to do everything yourself. So a mentor is someone who who really, it's two things. First of all, someone who's been where you want to go meaning someone who's there, you know, like if you want to, you know, start your business or if you want to grow your business, if you want to get more clients, if you want to write a book, if you want to be a keynote speaker, if you want to have a radio show, you know, whatever it is, somebody who's where you want to be. And more importantly, is someone who can show you actually the steps of how to get there. Now, why is it so important? The point is that building your business is kind of like climbing a mountain. So if you don't know where you're going, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs and peaks and valleys. I mean, everybody in business knows that. So if you don't know what you're doing or, you know, if you don't have a mentor, if you're trying to do everything yourself, you're going to be having some very costly and expensive mistakes, you know, like mistakes of time and money and effort, just human effort. So the point is having a mentor is like having a Sherpa to guide you up the mountain, somebody who's who's climbed the mountain already and can show you the shortcuts to take and the pitfalls to avoid. Like, don't go over there because you can fall and die. Like, don't do that. You know, come over here and there's a shortcut, and then we can reach the top a lot faster. So um, that's, that's the second big mistake, and, and you can just really avoid that by just saying, hey, what do I want to accomplish and who can help me get there? And, by the way, one of the things that we talk about all the time on our campus is, when you're choosing a mentor, make sure it's someone who doesn't just talk about themselves. Because what we see in this space, in this industry, is very, very good good marketers who only talk about their own money, you know, their own success. And like, hey, look at my Lamborghini and look at my, you know, watch and my house, and all that stuff. And it's like, you know, that's great, but I don't care about you. I care about <laughs> me and my family. Right. You know, so have you helped anyone else or is it all about you? So that's one of the things that I train my clients to do is, Hey, when you're looking for a mentor, make sure that they're talking about other people who have succeeded using their technology, using their methods, using their framework, their blueprint. If it's just about themselves, then they're probably uh, what I call unconsciously competent. That means they can't actually teach you what they did. In fact, Susan, to use that example, she had spent $60,000 on all those big-name gurus out there, and yet they didn't help her at all because most of them are unconsciously competent. That's great for them. But it actually doesn't help the rest of us. So that's the no, second big mistake. Yeah.
1: Well, and I have to just jump in and say that's one thing that impressed me about you, uh, you know, because I, I I met you at the beginning of this year at the, at the gala. And mm-hmm. you are someone who walks your talk. And that is so interesting important. I, like yourself, see this all the time. People buying programs and coaching and mentoring from people that have never done it themselves. And even if they have, like you said, I want to vomit because all I ever hear is it's all about their cars and their houses. And don't get me wrong. I love the beautiful things I've attracted into my life, but that is not what makes you an effective a uh, uh, leader and mentor. So tell us that third big mistake that uh, people make.
3: Absolutely. And this third big mistake is really very insidious. It's very hidden, but yet it's everywhere. It's, it's permeating everywhere. And that is gathering too much information without giving yourself permission to succeed. So what does that mean? Well, what it means is that, let, let me give you an example. Let's just say, imagine you're, you're walking on the beach, and, you know, it's a really nice day, and, you know, the sun is out, and the wind's blowing, and it's like, oh, isn't this a nice day? And all of a sudden, you hear, help, 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 and you go, oh, my gosh, there's someone drowning out there. Now, what would you do? You would immediately go to help them, right? Now, maybe if you couldn't swim, you'd, you'd get a lifeguard. You'd certainly find some way to help them, right? So here's the question that I have. If you saw someone drowning, would you throw them a bucket of water? Of course not. You would never do that. That would be insane. But the point is, we are drowning in information. Right? What I've been teaching for years now is that we don't live in the information age. We live in the information overload age. There's way too much information out there. And yet, so we're, on our campus, what we say is there's no shortage of information, but there's definitely a shortage of implementation. So the point is people are literally drowning in all this information, and they have to keep pouring buckets of water on themselves. They keep just saying, oh, if I just keep buying all this stuff, I'm sure it'll work. Well, you know what? it probably would work if you would just take action. So one of the reasons that I've been able to help people make so much money is that I get them to take action, just implement, not gather more information. Now, I get it, that sometimes, you know, there's a few pieces of information that we need. You know, just that one little piece that might help you, like some of the things we're talking about today. But yet you can still take action. The only way that you're going to get results in your life is if you give yourself what I call permission to succeed. Ironically, that was the name of my first book, which was published by the Chicken Soup People. It was called Permission to Succeed because I realized even 20 years ago that people were drowning in information and that they weren't allowing themselves to succeed. So when you give yourself permission to succeed, it's like getting your foot off the brake and stop driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas.
1: Mm, very good. So, you know, I, I know we don't have a lot of time left, so I definitely want to ask you, I've been wanting to ask this question in your mm-hmm. book, you talk about this hidden connection between habits and money. So can you share with everybody what it is that's hidden, that connection um, and mm-hmm. why it's so important for people?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and basically it comes down to two things and uh, it, it's two components. That I call the inner game and the outer game. All right. So what happens is that people, you know, spend all this money on all these different marketing programs, and stuff like that. Again, I'm not saying they're wrong or they're bad. I'm just saying that what people don't realize is that in any human endeavor, we have the human, we have the inner component and the outer component. The inner, what we just call it, the inner game and the outer game. The inner game is the stuff you can't see directly, but it affects everything that you do. So things like your your beliefs your desires, your priorities, your decisions. You can't see those things directly, but it affects everything that you do. So that's your inner game. And the outer game is the stuff you can see directly, right? It's your habits, your lifestyle, systems, strategies, all the blocking and tackling that we, that we, you know, business owners have to do every single day. So the point is that if you are only focused on your outer game, which is what most people are doing, then you're ignoring the the. It's like having the iceberg. The iceberg is that 90% that's hidden below the surface. That's your inner game. But that majority of that $100 million plus that me and my clients have made over the last few years, and people don't believe this, Christy, but it's true, is that 90% of that gain, of that growth, of those results have come from me helping people to actually transform their inner game. Not their outer game. Again, I'm not saying the outer game is important. You have to do both. But if you ignore the inner game and only focus on your outer game, you're probably going to be stuck and working way too hard, much too hard, much harder than you should be to reach your goals.
1: No, I definitely agree with that. Uh, You know, that's people underestimate the power of the mind and the subconscious mind. Everything is that we think is a feeling and that feeling, you know, that emotion and the feeling goes out there and it creates more of what we what we want or what we don't want. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, the sooner you learn uh, the skills behind how to actually change that, the better off you're going to be in your life and your business. So, You know, I hear everything you're saying, and it's so incredibly um, impressive and interesting. But there's a lot of guys out there like you. What makes your Mm -hmm. program different from all the other programs out there?
3: I think one of the big differences, and I love that question, Christy. Thank you for asking that. I think one of the big differences is that I'm not a natural there's a lot of programs, and, and you know, just like that story I shared earlier about Susan who spent $60,000 on all those other you know, gurus out there, most of those guys are what I call naturals. They're unconsciously competent at allowing themselves to succeed. In other words, they basically never really stopped themselves from success. Well, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood, and all I grew up with was poverty and fear and lack and not enough. That's all I heard. That's all I knew. And so I had to just go to the library and read books on personal growth and spiritual growth. And I had to do this all very much step by step. And I think that's one of the reasons that people come to me after spending so much money on all these other guys. When you go to our website, when you go to NoahStJohn.com, just click on the praise page, and you'll see story after story after story. It's in all of my books. I tell stories about ordinary people getting extraordinary results using my programs. And I think one of the big reasons for that is because I'm not a natural, because I had to learn all this the hard way. I had to break it down step by step because no one else did it. No one else, you know, they're all telling all these sort of things that were very general and very bland and very unhelpful, totally not helpful. Like set your goals, think positive. Okay. That's not wrong, but it doesn't help me. And so that's what I think makes one of the, is one of the things that makes my programs different, and one of the reasons that my clients get so much, incre- so many incredible results.
1: Well, and it's all about the results, right? I mean, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, I, I've noticed with you, you're fabulous at putting processes and systems together, and that is truly what a great mentor should be able to do, um, and complement all the others. So. You know, I I have to say, I can't believe that you're giving away a free book, And but I, 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 I'm, I get it. I know that you're just so excited to get this information and this content out there to the world, and I have to shout out to everybody, you have to go right now, right now, pull over the car if you're in the car, stop what you're doing if you're at work, and go to sendmeabooknoah.com. I love it. And, and go get your book. I think didn't you mention that it's they're going to pay shipping and handling?
3: Well, what's awesome about sendmeabooknoah.com is that you can actually get it either way. You can get the ebook, and it's no charge. It's absolutely free. We'll just email it right to your inbox or if you want to get the paperback version so you can, you know, mark it up and write in it, which I like to do with books, then you, we just have that, uh, that shipping cost that I mentioned earlier. So, again, you're not paying for the book. You're just paying the shipping. So whether you're in the U.S., whether you're in Canada, the U.K., Australia, wherever in the world, we've shipped these books all over the world, uh, you know, just in the last few weeks. So um, we'll send you the books. So you can get both if you want. You can get the ebook version and the hard copy version, but they're both available at sendmeabooknoah.com, and we're really excited about it.
1: Yeah, you should be. You're doing some great work, Noah, and that's why we decided to have you on Coffee with Christy. So where can our listener, all our listeners are so excited to learn from each of our guests, and and, and they always want to reach out and learn more about the programs and learn more about where they can get to know you and and your work. Where can they find you?
3: Well, it's very simple. It's uh, NoahStJohn.com. That's my name. So N-O-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N, just like it sounds, NoahStJohn.com. We've got lots of uh, free videos, training programs, You know, We've got books, audios, online programs, live events, um, coaching. So uh, basically, we're here. Our mission is to help 10,000 small business owners double their performance and profits. That's our stated mission. But my real mission is to rid the world of not-enoughness. I grew up in poverty, but I was surrounded by abundance and wealth. So it was a really weird upbringing. I, I don't know how else to explain it. And so I realized that I know it sounds funny, but hard work isn't enough. There's a lot of people out there saying just hustle and work hard. And I'm like, yeah, that's sort of true. It's not wrong. But you can be working really, really hard and doing a lot of the wrong things. And I know from personal experience because that was most of my life. So what we're helping you do is to work smarter, not harder, and get better results faster, easier, with less human effort, with less stress, and and get out of overwhelm once and for all. So that's what we offer at NoahStJohn.com.
1: Uh well, you know what? The next thing you need to offer is a retreat in Saint John. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it, love yes, it, love I it. Will do it. That'll go right on the list, Christy. Great that idea. that's
1: gotta go on the dream board, the vision board right there. You're I gonna love have it. hundreds of people I in Saint John it. for a NOAA retreat. Well, thank you mm-hmm. so much for being a guest on our show today. I know that the listeners Uh, you know, are going to go back and listen to this over and over again. There's just so much good stuff here. And I know you've got such a busy, crazy schedule. So to take time out of your day to connect with our listeners means the world. So I appreciate you, Noah. Keep doing great shit out there.
3: Oh, it's my honor, Christy. Thank you so much.
1: Blessings to you. So this was another week of coffee with Christy and starting my Monday off with all of you. And I'll tell you, when I was asked to do this show, I was really nervous at first. I was thinking, well, can I do it? And do I have time to do it? I'm doing a lot of international work. And as many of you know, we've we've got a, um, my book, LOL, is being scripted for a feature film right now. And I was just a little concerned, you know, if I had the time. But I will tell you, I have loved, loved, loved this, and I just want to hear more from all of you out there. Feel free to connect with me at ChristyDryling.com and uh, send me your questions and your comments and let me know more about you and your dreams and your goals, and uh, that's what I get excited to do uh, is just create a legacy of love and connect great entrepreneurs great human beings to you and to help you to elevate your life to a whole nother level. Because when we're kind to each other and we pass on goodness to one another, it's just karmic awesomeness, isn't it? It just transfers around and we heal the world together just by sharing great stuff and great information and great content and great love. So that's it. This has been an awesome week with you, and I can't wait to see you. I'm heading off to Taiwan, and uh, when I come back, we've got some incredible guests lined up to fill your heart and your soul and your cup full of goodness. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining Christy Dryling for this week's Coffee with Christy. We hope you'll tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Same time next week.